The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, fewer than 50 days until the World Cup gets underway in Qatar. We were talking about it uh, here on Friday in the wake of Hummel, the kit manufacturer, uh, announcing that Denmark's kit uh, would not include branding, or rather the branding would be almost invisible. This, they said, because the tournament is costing thousands of people their lives. Uh, Declan Lynch is a journalist and author, and he joins me now. Uh, Declan, are you impressed that, at least on some level, Hummel are making a statement and protesting? Yeah, well, um, I was writing about this in the column in the Sunday Indo there on Sunday, that you know, it is the kind of classic response uh, of a kind of a corporate response uh, from Hummel that it's, you know, it's clearly it's, it's tokenistic. I mean, they are still participating. And yet you have to applaud them for doing something and for recognizing in some way that this is not right, that there's, uh, you know, there are fundamental problems with this World Cup, as there were indeed with the last World Cup, as there are with an awful lot of international sporting events, that they tend to be given to uh, countries, oddly enough, mainly who have oil. I mean, Russia and Qatar uh, both have a kind of uh, the whip hand over a lot of countries because their va- their vast wealth with due, due, due to having oil, and the you know their common um, uh, you know uh, sort of traits such as human rights abuses of, of all kinds, to say the, min- the the least of it. But what struck me, you know, uh, leaving aside the uh, what Hummel are on about here with the tournament that has cost thousands of people their lives, what struck me way back was how little protest there was simply about the tournament being moved to November, right? Mm. Like, it, it, now, one would think that of the, the various kind of uh, offences you know, committed by Qatar in in various ways. That this is this is the least of them, and yet there was almost no protest about it at all. Right. Well, there was kind of uh, relief, nearly, wasn't there? Because it was going to be too hot in the summer. Oh well, oh of course it, the, the 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 very fact of of having it on in in the uh, in in sort of with <laughs> the winter is uh, was because they should never have been given there in the first place. I mean, the, the World Cup is held in the summer. Right in our in this in, in a certain time of year, right? This is is part of our civilization. It is part of world culture. You know, this, these are not just like uh, trivial events. It is a global cultural event. And if we were to take any of great sort of you know global institution, I don't know, even like you know United Nations heritage sites or whatever, to simply kind of knock them over like this and say, I tell you what, you know, we'll have it, we'll have it in the winter instead. Uh, One of the traits, for example, of the World Cup was that it used to be on when there was no other football on. Now it's, it's, you know, being put at a time of year when it destroys the (laughs) the normal football season in many countries by everybody has to stop and and play the World Cup and start again. Uh, But the fact that, that they got away with that is truly extraordinary. I mean, and it gives you a sense of how twisted and how much power these countries have. That, you know, they, they can do something, something, and of course the sports administrators who mm. allow them to, to do this, that they can do something as fundamental. In my view, it's like having Christmas in June, right? Many of our memories of life are, are marked out in the World Cup, 
You know, it's not yeah. a trivial thing. It is a very major cultural thing in the world. And, do, and to, to simply move it, I would say it's like, you know, okay, have, let someone buy Christmas and move it to June, you know? And did, but did, did, did people just not, and by people I mean the kind of the, the, the public, the great unwashed, did they just not appreciate that change when it happened or does it just speak to kind of an apathy with international football outside of the few weeks of the World Cup? Uh, well, Kieran, I don't think it's just a football thing. I think that we are broken down uh, uh, to such an extent by there's a, a kind of uh, a logic which determines the way the world works now. And it's as simple as this. Very rich people get whatever they want. OK, uh, that is the only law, as far as I can see, that, you, you know, you can oh have the World Cup on in the winter. Sure. Why? Because they're rich. They're rich enough. They can do it. We see the way that in in English football at the moment, uh, Manchester City are owned by a country. The rest of the teams, most of them anyway, are owned by what you might call ordinary, decent billionaires who clearly can't compete. Uh, why? Oh, because rich people need have to get what they want. Uh, you know, they, there's no point holding City to account. Why? Because rich people get what they want. And that is the only logic. And people have absorbed that at such a level that they'll accept almost anything. Uh, you know, before you get on to human rights abuses, before you get on to any of that sort of, uh, you know, extraordinarily evil type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, even, even the sort of uh, very basic disruption of, of an event by, by moving it to, moving it the season is accepted almost without comment. I mean, I, in, in the newspapers generally, I think uh, I mentioned it a few times in my column. I, I genuinely don't think I saw one other piece complaining about it, uh, and or on social media or whatever. It's it's it just passed by, and I think we're and just trained, and we're just we're just uh, yeah. Does does that suggest you know, that like our kind of somewhat depressingly our ideologies and principles have a price, or that we just feel so powerless in the face of wealth? We've powerless. I, I think it, it's the, it's the latter. Ultimately, there is this sense of utter powerlessness. There's also what about her? There's a great deal of what about her. So someone will say, "Oh, you're complaining about Qatar," and they'll name twelve other uh, countries who engage in atrocities routinely. Uh, this is a kind of a tactic designed to to make people do nothing and to feel nothing and to be you know, to, to sort of wallow in their own powerlessness, because there is a certain truth in that. You know, I mean, uh, of course, all you can do is really, you know, what you can. I mean, usually you'll complain about the things that are most uh, interesting to yourself. In my, in my case, it would be football. In other people's cases, other things. So you tend to focus on the stuff that you are most in tune with yourself. And someone will will come on and say, but what about this and the, what, what about that? So that is a lot of that as well, which very much enables the, uh, the, the, the yeah, you you must you must rage against every injustice or rage against none. Yeah, but you see, you you know, uh, we have to get that out of our heads, and we have to actually just accept. Yeah, you can actually rage, rage selectively against certain <laughs> things, right? Uh, and we need to get that idea cemented in, in into the, uh, the 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 old, the old men selectively psych. raging against the dying of the light. Yeah, but uh, uh, the seriousness of the thing as well. If you look at the, la- the last two World Cups, right, were uh, Russia and Qatar. Okay, so in one day's work in FIFA, they gave they actually did two to a two for one deal, right? They they sold their World Cup to to Russia first and then then Qatar. So we now look back on 2018 on Putin there sitting uh, in best season in the the stadium with uh, MBS 
of uh, Saudi Arabia having the crack, the two of them, right? What a look that is now, right? Okay, it, it wasn't a great look at, at the time. It's now one of the worst looks of all time, mm. right? So these things really are not good. I mean, they're they're, they're very dark stuff here, and uh, and I suppose the Putin the Putin thing just be, you know, because he has now gone and done what he's done, it crystallizes how wrong it was to be going anywhere near someone like that in terms of sports washing and allowing them to uh, to to to, to, to yeah. kind of uh, use these tournaments. Well, listen, as Declan said, he's been writing about this uh, in his column in the Sunday Independent. You can read it uh, there every week. Declan, always a pleasure and thanks a million for joining us. Declan Lynch, journalist and author. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.